Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the pastoral epistles with this message entitled, Termites in God's Holy Church, preached March 1st, 2015. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Titus chapter 1, verse 10. God's visible church in the world is not perfect. There are three groups in it. Those born of God who live a godly life. And there are those born of God but live a backslidden life temporarily. And there are those who are not born again. And so live a sinful, plastic, fake life. So the text today is Titus 1, 10 through 16. And we said in the pastoral epistles, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus, the emphasis is on good works, holiness. Faith must lead to holiness, godliness, godlikeness. If this is not true, then you are a termite. So I say there are termites in God's holy church. Paul commissioned Titus to straighten out unfinished matters of the church in the island of Crete by appointing pious and learned ministers of the gospel in every church. Elders, pastors who hold firmly to the gospel and so fully qualified to teach and refute the opponents. Friends, most pastors today do not qualify for the job. They are not pious or learned in the Holy Scriptures. They are incompetent to interpret Scripture correctly. Some people wrongly think that churches in the apostolic age were very holy. New Testament tells us a different story. And so our text, Titus 1, 10 through 16, tells us the true story. There were many termites in the church, not just a few. So the first point is the nature of the termites in God's holy church. First, they are rebellious. Many were, in the New Testament church, many were rebellious, that's unruly, insubordinate, and autonomous. They did not submit to or obey the Lord Jesus Christ and his ministers. Friends, authority of God I say authority of God called and commissioned ministers 
who preach God's word faithfully is the authority of Christ himself. They preach in the name of Christ the word of God. So this is nothing new that termites in the church. We read of such members of the church elsewhere in the Bible. 1 John 2, 19, they went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. And you go home and read Hebrews 6, 4 through 8 and Hebrews 10, 26 through 31. Now let me read to you Second Peter 2, 17 through 22. These men are springs without water, misdriven by a storm. Blackest darkness is reserved for them. For they mouth empty boastful words and by appealing to the lustful desires of sinful human nature they entice people who are just escaping from those who live in error. They promise them freedom while they themselves are slaves of depravity. For a man is a slave to whatever has mastered him. If they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and are again entangled in it and overcome, they are worse off at the end than they were at the beginning. It would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it and then to turn their backs on the sacred command that was passed on to them. Of them the proverbs are true. A dog returns to its vomit and a Take a soul that is washed goes back to her wallowing in the mud. Friends, they were not serving Christ but the devil. Friends, there is no autonomy in the world. Few people are controlled by the Holy Spirit. So we read in Romans 8, 14, as many as are being led by the Spirit, Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. I said few people in the world are controlled by the Holy Spirit and the vast majority are led by the devil. So 1 John 5.19 says we know that we are children of God and that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. There is no autonomy. People either serve our Lord Jesus according to the Bible or they serve the devil. So many, even in the church, are rebellious 
toward the Lord. Towards the Lord who is given all authority in God's universe. And we are told about God in Psalm 2. He rules the rebellious with an iron scepter and dashes them to pieces like pottery in his wrath in his own time. This word rebellious is used in chapter 1 verse 6. The children of the pastors are not to be rebellious but obedient and believing. Rebellious are those who despise God's authority. Jude 8. In the very same way these dreamers pollute their own bodies. Reject authority. 2 Peter 2 verse 10. This is especially true of those who follow the corrupt desire of the sinful nature. And despise authority. Bold and arrogant these men are not afraid to slander celestial beings. And we read in 1 Samuel 15.23 For rebellion is like the sin of divination and arrogance like the evil of idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord he has rejected you as king. And Titus 2.15 says, These then are the things you should teach. Encourage and rebuke with all authority. Do not let anyone despise you. So the first quality and characteristic of these termites, rebellious. Anupotactoi. And the second is Mataiologoi, empty talkers. They're always talking. These termites talk much, like some politicians and most preachers of today. They use flowery language to say nothing, they simply expel hot air of destruction. Their words are full of sound and fury signifying nothing. As Shakespeare said in Macbeth, a tale told by an idiot. Their words have no gospel, no salvation, no atonement, no Jesus Christ of history. These termites want you to be healthy, wealthy and famous. They pretend to be full of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But in fact, they are filled with the gifts of demons. They prophesy to you. They tell you what to do. And they invoke the Holy Spirit when they are in fact speaking by the devil. They are termites intending to destroy all. In a deceiving, sly manner. Their every word is designed to make you feel good. That they can empty your pocket. They are shepherds who kill the sheep and eat them. 
Ezekiel 34. They are empty of the gospel of grace. They are entertainers only. They say Jesus is Savior, but not Lord. They say believe in Jesus and sin all you want and you will go to heaven. They are warped to the very core. They are spiritual quacks, medicine men, engaged in active deception to make money the God they worship. Number three, they are deceivers. Everything they say has a purpose to deceive you like their father, the devil. First Timothy 4, 1 and 2. The spirit clearly says that in later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron. They are today's televangelists and evangelicals who refuse to preach the gospel. They are spiritual cretins. Epimenides or Cronosus Crete in 6th century BC spoke about his own people Cretans. He said this, they are always liars. Let me read to you from Revelation 21.8. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, idolaters, and all liars. Their place will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Cretans are always liars. So are the spiritual Cretans in most churches throughout the world. Always lies, vicious beasts, lazy gluttons. And Philippians 3.19 says, their destiny is destruction, their God is their stomach that bulges out. They don't work, but they eat a lot. Lovers of pleasures. Not lovers of God. Their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach. And their glory is in their shame. They mind on earthly things. They run after these things. They worship their stomach. And keep feeding the stomach. Until it bulges out. Lazy gluttons. They pick pockets of stupid, gullible Christians who have nothing to do with the gospel. They are lovers of pleasure, full of lusts. They eat a lot but refuse to work. It is 
applicable to pleasure-loving spiritual Cretan ministers of today. They ruin whole families and churches with their hedonistic, money-grabbing, garbage teaching. Occasionally, some of them go to prison. But as soon as they get out, they go back to ruining people and making more money. So Paul says about such people in 2 Corinthians 2.17, unlike so many. So Paul understood so many preachers of his time were peddling the gospel for profit. 2 Corinthians 2.17 Unlike so many of you do not peddle the word of God for profit. And today we see many, many so-called ministers. They are making a lot of money by not preaching the word of God. Jude 11 Woe to them they have taken the way of Cain. They have rushed for profit into Balaam's error. You know what happened to Balaam? He prayed that he may die like the righteous. But he didn't die like the righteous. 2 Peter 2.15 They have left the straight way and wandered off to follow the way of Balaam the son of Beor who loved the wages of wickedness. Listen friends, I'll speak to you from the scriptures. 1 Timothy 6, 3 to 10. If anyone teaches false doctrines and does not agree to the sound instruction of our Lord Jesus Christ and to godly teaching, he is conceited and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy interest in controversies and quarrels about words that result in envy, strife, malicious talk, evil suspicion and constant friction between men of corrupt mind who have been robbed of the truth that is the gospel and who think that godliness is a means to financial gain but godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it but if we have food and clothing we will be content with that we will be happy with that People who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction. Preachers ruined. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. My professor J. Adams at Westminster Seminary said this. Lives are ruined by religious shysters concerned about little else than making money. And number four. Their teaching is cancerous. By their teaching they ruin people. 
by sending them to hell. They teach everything else but the gospel. The gospel, Jesus Christ crucified and risen and reigning. They teach psychology, sociology, science fiction, Jewish and Christian myths, religious pluralism and entertainment. They do everything to amuse and entertain. St. Paul says in 2 Timothy 2, 16 through 19, avoid godless chatter because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. Their teaching will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus who have wandered away from the truth. They say that the resurrection has already taken place and they destroy the faith of some. Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm, sealed with this inscription. The Lord knows. That's the invisible church according to theology. I don't know. The Lord knows those who are his. And everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. Colossians 2, 8. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy. You go to churches, they are there to trap you, to capture you. Which depends on human tradition and the basic principles of this world rather than on Christ. If the church preaches the word of God exegetically, expositorily, then it is the church, God's holy church. Because preached word is the primary means of grace. Therefore do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon celebration or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of things that were to come. The reality however is found in Christ. Do not let anyone who delights in false humility and the worship of angels disqualify you for the prize. Such a person goes on into great detail about what he has seen. I had a dream. And his unspiritual mind puffs him up with idle notions. He has lost connection with the head from whom the whole body is supported and held together by its ligaments and sinews grows as God causes it to grow. Since you died with Christ to the basic principles of this world, why? As though you still belong to it, do you submit to its rules? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. These are all destined to perish with use because... They are based on human commands and teaching. They just made it up. Such regulations indeed have an appearance of wisdom with their self-imposed worship, their false humility and their harsh treatment of the body but they lack any value in restraining sensual indulgence. 
And so he says, St. Paul tells me and tells you, preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season, correct, rebuke and encourage with great patience and careful instruction for the time will come when men will not put up with sound, healthy doctrine. Instead to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their reaching ears want to hear. They will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their reaching ears want to hear. You must hear what you don't want to hear. The doctrine of sin. We want to hear somebody telling you to repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and so on. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. Their teaching being contrary to scripture I say is demonic. Friends, there is no freedom in Christ's holy church to teach garbage and non-biblical teaching. That freedom is available everywhere else. In Christ's holy church, we teach God's word only, not myths and commandments of men who reject the truth, the gospel of the triune God. I say as you read today, let God be true and every man a liar. Number five, they are unclean. Titus 1 verse 15, they are impure, they are unclean. They are totally depraved in the intellect, in will and emotions. They misunderstand God and creation. They choose always to sin. Their emotions are always malfunction. This is called the doctrine of total depravity. Genesis 6-5, the Lord saw how great man's wickedness on earth had become. And that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time. Jeremiah 17.9 The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? No man understands but God. Jesus said this, For from within of man's hearts, out of man's hearts come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. And all these evils come from inside and make a man unclean. Their mind and conscience are permanently defiled. If you are Greek scholars, look at the tense. It is perfect tense. Stained, defiled in the past and continue to be stained and defiled. They see everything through their dirty mind and dirty conscience. So they see good as evil and evil as good. 
And a fool says in his heart there is no God. It is because they refuse to believe in God. They are defiled. Friends only the word of God. And the blood of Jesus Christ. Cleanse our mind and conscience. And we read. In Acts 15 verse 9. He made no distinction between us and them. For he purified their hearts by faith in the gospel. Faith in Jesus Christ. Faith in the blood of Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 1.22 Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth. The truth makes us clean. So that you have sincere love for your brothers. John 15 verse 3 You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. 1 Timothy 1.5 The goal of this command is love which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Titus 1.1 Paul a servant of God and apostle of Jesus Christ for the faith of God's elect and the knowledge of the truth that leads to godliness. Examine your own life. If you are living a sinful life in an ongoing manner, you are not a Christian. Titus 2, 11 and 12. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-control upright and godly lives in this present age. Number six, they do confess the true God, the termites. Publicly, they confessed with their mouth, Jesus is Lord. They agree with all the apostolic doctrines of the church. They were duly baptized. They became members of Christ's visible church on earth. They attend regularly all worship services they receive holy communion regularly yet they remain termites not born of the holy spirit and so incapable of living a holy life to say no to ungodliness and to live a godly life they confess correct doctrine but by their works they deny the true god They believe, but they live the same old sinful life. Titus 3, verse 3. At one time we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. Or... Ephesians 5, 8 and following for you were once darkness but now you are light in the Lord. You see the radical change Holy Ghost brings about in our life. Darkness, light, dead, alive, hating God, loving God. For you were once darkness but now you are light in the Lord. Live, walk as children of light. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. 
For it is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. 1 Corinthians 6 Do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived neither the sexually immoral nor idolaters nor adulterers nor male prostitutes nor homosexual offenders nor thieves nor the greedy nor drunkards nor slanderers nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God and that is what some of you were. Notice were But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. 1 Timothy 2.19 Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands. God's solid foundation stands sealed with this inscription. The Lord knows those who are His and everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. 1 John 2, 6, whoever claims to live in him must walk as Jesus did. 1 John 2, 4, the man who says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar and truth is not in him. You shall know them by their fruit. Remember what Jesus said to these people who came and said, we prophesied and so on. He said, go to hell because you are workers of iniquity. 2 Timothy 3 5 having a form of godliness but denying its power have nothing to do with them. Ezekiel 33 31 my people come to you as they usually do and sit before you to listen to your words but they do not put them into practice with their mouths they express devotion but their hearts are greedy for unjust gain. Number 7 who they really are according to Holy Spirit. They means the termites. First, they are deluctoi, excrement. People are called excrement, disgusting, detestable. Not the light of the world, not pure in heart, not justified or being sanctified, not adopted children of God, still without hope and without God in the world, children of the devil, on their way to eternal hell. Deluctoi. Number two, they are disobedient to God, to his word and to his ministers. And number three, depraved, adokimoi. Depraved to do any good work, born of God, do good work. Termites are not born of God and so they cannot do any good work to please God. Romans 1, 28 through 32. Furthermore, since they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, he gave them over to a depraved mind. Same word. To do what they ought not to do. 
They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They are senseless, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these very things, but also approve of those who practice them. Depraved. Chapter 1, Titus 10 through 16. For there are many rebellious people, mere talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision group. And I said, especially those of the evangelical group, present day application. They must be muzzled, silenced. Whose job is that? Pastor's job. It's not an easy job. They must be stopped, silenced, muzzled. Because they are ruining whole households by teaching things they ought not to teach. And that for the sake of dishonest gain. Even one of their own prophets has said, Cretans are always liars, evil brutes, lazy gluttons. This testimony is true. Therefore rebuke them, silence them, and now rebuke them sharply, severely, so that they will be sound in the faith. They will be straightened out and will pay no attention to Jewish myths or to the commands of those who abandon the truth, turn away from the truth. To the pure all things are pure. Pure are those who have trusted in Jesus Christ alone. But to those who are corrupted. And do not believe. The termites. Nothing is pure. In fact both their minds and consciences are corrupted. Perfect tense. Means who are always corrupted. Defiled. Stained. They claim to know God, but by their actions they deny him. They are detestable, disobedient, and depraved to do any good work. Pastor's translation. So we spoke about the characteristics of the termites. Those who are corrupted and those who refuse to believe the gospel. Detestable, disobedient, Depraved in the church. So the second point is pastor's job is to silence them and rebuke them sharply with the purpose that they may become sound in the faith. Pastors are to stop the mouths of the rebellious. Those who despise God's authority. When I preach and any true minister called and commissioned by Christ. When he speaks the word of God. His authority is Christ's authority. 
because he is preaching the word of God in the name of Christ and his people will hear and do and be saved and be blessed when Christian parents speak they speak in the authority of Christ and the children are to obey them they are to silence them put muscles on their mouths to stop them from teaching anti-gospel of human ideas that contradict the objective gospel of the person and work of Christ pastors filled with the Holy Spirit and the word must stop the destructive work of these termites these pests friends pastors also must work as pest controllers in three ways first by the preaching of the gospel by arguments setting forth God's word by the preaching through the Bible by preaching expository sermons the primary source of grace is the preached word the church is the pillar and foundation of the truth now if you go to a church and it doesn't preach the Bible it is a synagogue of Satan run from it because that church will send you to hell itself the church is the pillar and foundation of the truth 1 Timothy 3.15 to silence the errorists preach the truth to dispel darkness shine the light preach truth exposing and condemning errors preach truth means preach Christ promised in the Old Testament fulfilled in the New Testament why do we preach Christ only Jesus saves sinners only the gospel of grace saves the ungodly and make them godly nothing else will preach the gospel clearly directly powerfully compassionately it alone is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes teach rebuke correct and train the people that they may live the gospel and oppose all errors that's the first thing second warn the errors that they repent of their errors that they may be brought back to the sound faith of the gospel powerfully fearlessly clearly directly and if a pastor doesn't preach the gospel they do not love you they care nothing about you they are simply there to make the buck 
a minister must preach the word and warn and oppose those who teach and practice error and we are told when you choose elders this should be the criterion Titus chapter 1 verse 9 elder pastor must hold firmly to the trustworthy message as it has been taught by the apostles so that he can encourage others by sound doctrine sound there means what sir healthy hygienic and refute those who oppose it it's not a nice job sir the pastor's job is a difficult job here sits a multimillionaire here sits a professor of english three phd's and here you are but you are interested with the very word of god you declare truth to them without looking at their faces so we read rebuke sharply in revelation 3 verse 19 those whom i love i rebuke and discipline so be earnest and repent jesus himself is speaking and you read the same idea in hebrews chapter 12 if you are not rebuked and disciplined you are illegitimate children you don't have a father if the pastor rebukes you or a father rebukes you it is because he loves you those whom i love i rebuke and discipline so be earnest and repent and come back to your senses do what is right in the sight of god second timothy 4 to preach the word be prepared in season and out of season correct rebuke and encourage with great patience and careful instruction that's why pastor has authority given to me by christ some 141 and verse 5 about rebuke let a righteous man strike me it is a kindness let him rebuke me it is oil on my head it's a blessing in other words and i hope you will appreciate your parents and anybody else who in love will rebuke you is oil on my head and finally the third thing is what most churches i would say 99% or more do not practice that's the third mark of the church first is preaching of the word second is proper valid administration of sacraments third is what excommunication if you don't want to change when you heard the preaching and warning and rebuke then we have no choice but to put you out and give you over to satan 
that he may destroy your flesh so Titus 3 9 through 11 but avoid foolish controversies and genealogies and arguments and quarrels about the law because these are unprofitable and useless now warn a divisive person once and then warn a second time after that have nothing to do with him you may be sure that such a man is warped, twisted and sinful he is self condemned the bow is twisted this twist and warp is constitutional 1 Timothy 1 19 through 20 holding on to faith and a good conscience some have rejected these and so have shipwrecked their faith among them are Hymenaeus and Alexander whom I have handed over to Satan to be taught not to blaspheme. Romans 16, 17 and 18 I urge you brothers to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you have learned. Keep away from them. For such people are not serving our Lord Christ but their own appetites by smooth talk and flattery they deceive the minds of naive people most people in this country who go to church are naive gullible read Galatians 1 8 and 9 but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you let him be eternally condemned as we have already said so now I say again If anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, let him be eternally condemned. That's an Aramaic word, anathema, anathema, condemned, cursed. That's the truth, sir. So, in conclusion, I exhort you, become a member of a healthy church. Which is a healthy church? Where very pious and learned pastors preach the gospel and nothing but the gospel opposing all errors. And you look at St. Paul, he has written a book, Romans. It is necessary theology. Otherwise you remain naive and gullible. Emotional of course, a lot of tears but no understanding of the gospel. Listen to Paul. This is what he says. Acts 26.20 First to those in Damascus. Then to those in Jerusalem. And in all Judea. And to the Gentiles also. I preached. That they should repent. And turn to God. That is repentance and faith. And prove. Their repentance. By their deeds. Godliness. If there is no proof, that person's profession is nothing. They profess to know Christ, but by their deeds they deny him. They are 
detestable, disobedient and depraved for to do any good work. So important godliness. If you believe in the gospel it must lead you to become godly by hearing and doing the will of God. If a church does not preach the gospel it is a synagogue of Satan and the pastor is sick and his sickness is contagious and he makes everybody else sick and he makes the congregation sick by not preaching the sound doctrine run from it if the pastor is a shyster who does what he does only to make money for himself it's not God's holy church run from it Flee from churches that do not have pious and learned ministers and find one that does even if it is a little far from your home and thus save your soul by hearing and doing the word of God. Blessed are the pure in heart they will see God not those who are detestable, disobedient and depraved. And Hebrews 12:14 says without holiness no one will see God. And this is why St Peter tells us 2 Peter 1:10 make your calling and election sure. It's not hope so. We are passing breeze that doesn't return grass falling blossom one thing is needful i am saved by christ i have trusted in jesus christ what must i do to be saved believe on the lord jesus christ and you will be saved and i am saved i am saved forever Heavenly Father we praise you and thank you for your word. We don't pick and choose. We preach expository sermons. So that we will preach what you want us to preach. Lord we praise you and thank you for causing us to be born again. By the direct action of the spirit of God. And you have given us the gifts of repentance and faith. In Jesus name. Amen.